This is Confessions of Coconuts, episode 8. I'm Coco. And I'm Cashew. Hi, Cashew. Hi. How are you? Not as tired, but I kind of have a headache. Hey, it's Friday. Cheer up. Uh, well, you know, at least I can sleep for the entire rest of the weekend. Probably not. But I'm happy. Why are you happy? Because it's Friday and every Friday we talk to friends and I have this... Ah! Ah! Let me tell you who's coming to talk to us today. This beautiful friend of mine is kind and an amazing photographer. A vegetarian with a very disciplined workout regime, born in Puerto Rico, but a Brazilian by heart. On Instagram, she goes by I am a world. Welcome, my friend. So good to have you with us. Thank you, Jackie, for that kind introduction. It is my pleasure to be here in your podcast. And I mean, I, I'm really thrilled to be having this conversation with you, with you girls. Thank you. Oh my gosh, we are so happy to have you here. Can't you tell? I'm just like jumping up and down. I was like one question first. Are uh, all your friends vegetarians? Is that what this is? Are you just going to invite vegetarians to the podcast because yeah. they're vegetarians? Yeah, not... isn't that cool? I guess. I mean, <laughs> it's, I'm just like, okay, I mean, you do It you. just happened that they are vegetarian. Well, it's just funny because... I don't know. Isn't that funny? It's ironic. Iro no, it's not no, ironic. It's, it's actually really good. Yeah. I'm sorry, girl, but yeah. I have to tell you two things. First one, I was not born in Puerto Rico. I, um, I identify myself as a Puerto Rican because when people ask me, you know, I always said that I'm from Puerto Rico because it's the place that embrace me is the place where I grew up, is the place where I have a, an education, is where my family live. So it's the, it's the place, it's my island. I am from Puerto Rico, mm -hmm. even though that I was not born there. And the other thing, I'm not a strict vegetarian. I am a pescatarian. Ah, uh, yes. Sorry. The pescatarian <laughs> life that I identify so well with. <laughs> Coco, my mom, she's trying to become all like all round vegan lady and it makes me uncomfortable because I want to eat my fish. I want to eat my cheese. <laughs> I want to eat all these things, but I cannot, alas. <laughs> you know, I did know that you were pescatarian, but I had to say vegetarian so you match with me, Jamie. Okay, <laughs> well well when people say that I when I say that I'm a pescatarian, none's like, what's that? And they always look at me as a weird expression. So maybe it's a better that like you said vegetarian because it's basically the same thing. We match and we are the perfect match. I love you no matter what, being a vegetarian, a vegan, a pescatarian. I mean, the beauty of our life is our difference. So Yes. And and the whole thing is that whether we eat fish or milk or veggies, we all trying to eat healthy and do the right thing right exactly exactly and, and and then like you said we as long as we um respect one another we can just go ahead and eat whatever we want <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> life is all about choices you just have to know whatever you're eating and the effects that's gonna have in your body that's all exactly i completely agree with you we have to be very aware of our decision and also we have to be responsible for the decision that we take in life yep Yep. So we first met in Colorado through a mutual friend. Kisses to you, Bianca, if you're listening. We love our Bianca. A lot of kisses. 
Yes, kisses, Bianca, if you are listening. We were doing what we loved, which we were dancing that day, and we just clicked. Do you remember the day that we met? Yes, I remember the day that we met. I mean, music brought us together, and we are still friends since that night. I know. It was so long ago. Oh, my gosh, Colorado. We would, we went to that place to dance. It was it's such a good times we had at that place, I'm telling you. Unforgettable memories. So, so good. Um, and then you just, so courageous, you packed everything you had and you moved to New York. And that city just made you blossom even more. Oh my gosh, such a big change from Denver to New York. How did you handle back then when you moved to New York from Denver and all the diff- the changes and everything? You know that I I don't belong to a place. I never feel that I that I'm part of a place. And moving from I moved before I moved to Colorado, I was living in Miami. And from mm-hmm. Miami, I went to Colorado. I spent almost two years in Colorado. And from there, I moved to New York City. And since the moment that I arrived in this city, I feel alive. It is a, it is a city that I love so much because of the diversity, the art. I'm, 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 I'm very into art, into music, into museum, into people. And it was really easy, really. It was like, I feel from the first time, I feel like I found my home. This is the place where I can, I feel myself. It is a place where I feel that I can do anything in my life. It is a place that I, I just simply love New York. It's such an amazing city. I mean, it was easy. You know, it was natural. It was it was just meant to be for me to be mm-hmm. here, and I'm and I'm still here. I mean, I just returned uh, from abroad. I was two years outside of the country, and I come back, and I really felt that I never left. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I remember that was when you moved to New York. That's when you really started taking lots and lots of pictures. Well, yes and no, because the people who know me from my early years, they know that Mm -hmm. I have always been passionate about, picture about, capturing the moment. It's something that is very deep inside me. I mean, for me, one of my greatest passion in, in my life is traveling and photography. I just simply love taking picture I'm taking picture all the time <laughs> it's just that you see, you see it more often because of social media you know through Facebook through Instagram I mean it's everywhere it's it's, it's, it's something that is trending now and I don't think that it's gonna um, stop anytime soon people are gonna take mm-hmm. more and more picture and, and now people that even um, doesn't have that passion for picture they're taking picture you know I know. <laughs> wow, me, honestly. <laughs> I tried so hard to get into photography. Like, I tried very, very hard, but I'm just, like, not good at it. So I'm just like, ah, never mind, whatever, it's cool. I'll just not, I'll just look at other people's amazing photography and just wish I were them. Sounds, sounds like a good enough deal. And I have to say that I'm not a professional pro- uh, photographer. I'm, I am an amateur, but I just love so much. I have good eye. I have a good vision. Um, you know, when I take a picture and even though that I don't have the skill and I'm not the greatest photographer, there is something in my picture that is compelling to people. I don't know. What I love about your pictures is that 
You always model it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I could see myself at the museum. I could see myself at the park, at a restaurant, or a nightclub. It shows your creativity and your free spirit in every single picture. And New York is such a dream come true on your photos because you can basically go around the place with you and it feels almost like you were there because you know sometimes when they take pictures and it's just the it's just the scenery mm -hmm. yeah it's pretty and stuff but you can't really put yourself in that picture because you have seen or it's just you just basically looking at the picture and think it's pretty but with your pictures and you get into it it's like Well, yeah, she sat right here. Maybe when I come to this place, I can take a picture right there. Oh, this is where Yummy was when she took a picture. Thank you. It is really funny because uh, a lot of people always ask me all the time, are you always with a photographer? Who is taking those pictures? How are you doing? Oh, it? so I see. So like you're in the photo <laughs> yes. the whole time. Yeah. I see. I see. Do you like get a random stranger to take a picture of you? <laughs> take the picture by myself because um, I get very impatient when pe when people doesn't have the vision of the vision of the, the picture that I have mm -hmm, makes sense yeah time, most of the time I mean when I'm with friend it's easier because I have the confidence to ask to ask my friend how do I want the picture that I have in my mind but when I'm by myself I usually take my own picture with a timer And with a mm. that's the secret. Mm. It's been exposed. <laughs> Now all the listeners know exactly how to how to take beautiful pictures with you in, in them. It's Now everybody knows. But, you know, it has to be in her, though, because it shows her charisma. It, it shows your charisma as well, because, like, in every picture, you, like, always surrounded by by this beautiful nature or whatever place you are in a city and then you're doing your thing your free spirit you just being adventures you just your imagination goes wild and you just create this cool pose and here you are in the middle of this exposition and you're like right there it's just so cool <laughs> thank you thank you it's a, it's a challenge you know it's a challenge especially when i mean when you are by yourself and when you have a, a place that is really crowded on when people look at you and what is she doing what is she posting i mean <laughs> it is a challenge but i i certainly enjoy it and and it's something that it really makes me happy and it's just me you know my picture reflects who i am yeah and it's uh we can tell but even though your pictures Uh, I, I mean, most of the pictures that you have posted on I Am A World, it's you and, and whatever the scenery you're in, you have pictures where you're all surrounded by by lots of happy friends and and it shows that like making friends to you, it's no big deal, Jami. You can go all over the world and you just make friends like that. It's just like unbelievable. Every single person around you is just so happy and having fun and oh you just you have like every corner in New York you probably have a friend, huh? I do have a lot of friends and I think that I mean <laughs> people ask me what do I like the most about traveling? I would say that is people are those connections that you make when you travel. And people make my trip unforgettable. 
And this is one of the greatest uh, um, joy that I have to be able to travel and meet new friends and people that I meet on the road is that's the beauty of traveling. Just people mm-hmm. that you met around you and the connection that you made. Yeah. We missed you after you went to New York and uh, we had to go visit. And what a lovely trip it was. It was That was so long ago. That was like, when was that? 2010? But we still talk about it yeah, to this day. I remember one of my vivid memories from that time was one, how cold it was. Oh. And two, uh, I remember we were going to the hot chocolate place as a result of it being so cold and I spilled hot chocolate all over my scarf, <laughs> which was a little bit of a sad time. But the hot chocolate was so good with the chocolate thingies at the bottom. And it was like, ah, yes, prayer hands, <laughs> such good hot chocolate. And then we also went to go see the Rockettes, yes. which is something I remember. But I mainly remember I it was absolutely frigid. Yes, and that's exactly my same memory. It was so cold. Oh, my gosh. New York in November. That day, that time, it was the first time I felt cold wind the way I felt in New York. I had never felt a cold wind that way. The wind will just go through those buildings. We were like in... um Wall Street, the day that we were in Wall Street was the most, I think it was the coldest day. And I could just see, I could feel and see the wind coming through the corners of the buildings and hit me. And I was like, I don't think I have ever felt so cold in my life. (laughs) How do you deal with that wind? My gosh. That's the question that I ask myself every year. I mean, I'm (laughs) a girl from the Caribbean. I do not enjoy, even though that I learn with time to enjoy and appreciate seasons, but winter are definitely not for me. But I have to say that New York City is one of the most beautiful cities during winter time. There's so yeah, many things true. to do. The Christmas decoration, the Christmas spirit, you can feel it in every corner of this city. Mm-hmm. But... That means that you girls need to come back and visit me during <laughs> summertime, which is yes, we fun. should do it. How about this summer? <laughs> um, how about August? Like in the middle of August, so then I don't have to do my schoolwork. No, mom, mm-hmm, it'd be great. You're such a slacker. You're I'm not. Anyway. I'm not a slacker. I'm just really efficient with my time. Mm-hmm. I am good at catching up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, but the girls were so little in that trip. And yeah, how they, old were we? In you the guys first were place? little, and but so brave. Remember, they didn't complain at all. Jam, do you remember? We were just taking them everywhere. It was cold, and we were going everywhere, and they were just like cool kids, no complaining, no nothing. It was awesome. It was awesome. You, I mean, you have two amazing girls. So, and as I, uh, congratulations. I mean for everything that you have accomplished through your girls and the values that you have uh, teach them. I mean, you did such an amazing job with your girls and they are just fantastic. Oh, thank you. Well, thanks. <laughs> Very flattered. <laughs> I'm not done. This is so much to do, especially with this cashew here. Hmm, what? She what do is, I need to do? What's the issue? She is... Oh, she is a blessing. She is a blessing. <laughs> Says with finger quotes. <laughs> She's a blessing, but you know, it's uh we all have 
we all have ups and downs. We are not perfect. We do the best we can on a daily basis. And I tried. I am no perfect, uh, uh, no perfect person. I have my issues and I am, I am very, very glad that they take me for who I am. And then we come up to a point where if we hurt each other's feelings, we apologize and we come to be, you know, a loving family again. But it's, it's a working in progress. Every day is a different thing, you know. We are all a work in progress. There is no doubt about that. It's part of living, you know, it's part of life. Yeah. So you went to New York and then the place is so awesome. And then boom, all of a sudden you decide to leave and travel the world. My gosh, how did that come about? (laughs) Sounds exactly like Mangala. I mean, this whole episode is like reflecting the last Friday Friends that we had. Man, if y'all, if you are like really nice, true, dedicated subscribers, as we all know you are, you probably listened to Friday with Mangala. But if you haven't, one, welcome to the family, or two, shame on you. Um, And go check it out right now. So, yeah. But the, the the whole idea of traveling, Adami, how how did that come about? Do you just decide, well, you know, I love New York, I love my life here, but I'm just gonna travel? No, no. Ever since I was a teenager, I knew that there was something out there, out uh, out of Puerto Rico for me. I knew that I wanted to travel. I knew that I wanted to be part of a study or work abroad, but I never had the opportunity. I never had the funding. I never had the encouragement from my parents or from my friends. So it was something that it was deep inside me that I carried for such a long time. And then when I moved to New York City, there were people around me that they were also traveler. And I said to myself, if they can do it, I will do it myself one day. Mm-hmm. One day, because I always had that, uh, that idea that traveling was very expensive, you know, and that I need a lot mm-hmm. of money in order to go and travel and experience the world and see another reality. I mean, when I left my, my house, when I left Puerto Rico to, to Miami, I just simply bought my ticket and I said to my parents, I'm going to go to Miami and I'm going to pursue an education in Miami, you know, because there was something deep inside me that was wanting to experience, to learn something new about new culture, about new different ways of living, um, to be able to, you know, to see something different of what I was used to, to my surroundings. So um, I was in New York for two, for, um, let me see how many years are, uh, almost five years living in New York City, but I always had that in the back of my mind, you know, I need to travel, I need to get out of here. So I had mm-hmm, the opportunity, yeah. and one day, I, you, said, you know, I, I said to myself, this is the time, and I took all my savings, and I said, I'm leaving, you know, I'm going. <laughs> and, but it was supposed to be a trip of six months. It lasts for two years. Oh, wow. You must confess. You must confess. How much planning do you do before your trips? How much planning? Well, I mean, every place is very unique, and It's different, you know, because when I was in Asia, because it's very cheap, it's very affordable, 
I didn't plan at all. I have an idea because, of course, you have to do your research. You have to know where you're going. You have to know how safe is the place, especially when you're... Yeah, you just can't, like, show up and then be like, well, I'm here. What should I do? Walk a scary back alley? (laughs) So the first thing that I did, it was, I mean, open Google and start asking questions about the, the country because you need to know if you need a visa, how much money, how expensive it is. Um, how safe, how, I mean, and then the second thing that I did is I went to a local store and I grabbed one of those travel magazines. And then that gave me an idea, you know, a, a brief idea of the history, the people, the currency of the, of the country that I was uh, going. Uh, but at the end, I love to travel without so much planning because it gives yeah. you freedom and for me traveling is all about freedom you know the freedom oh, wow. to die if I want to stay longer in a place if I don't lie I just pack my belonging and keep going so when you are in, in in places like Asia that the cost of living is very cheap it's more easy for you not to plan but mm-hmm. when I was traveling in Europe it was a different story because my visa only allow me to remain in Europe for three months. Could you renew the visa afterwards, like while in Europe and extend the stay? No, you cannot because because of the Schengen Agreement, American U.S. citizens only, are only allowed to remain in, um, in Europe for three months. After mm-hmm. three months, you have to leave the continent and then you have to wait another three months in order to enter the country. So I have to plan the length, each leg of the of, of my trip, and also because it's more expensive. It's, it is not the same. In Asia, you can catch a fly for $20, I mean, a last-minute fly, while in Europe, I mean, you have a lot of um, economic uh, flights now, but it's a little bit more complicated, and the logistic is different. It depends where you are, you know? Yeah. So, so how do you budget then? Do you do you usually have a budget, or do you organize everything? Money for this, money for that, money for that. Or you? How do you? How do you usually budget your trips? Well, I, as I said, I use my saving. Like uh, my family and my closest friend, they told me that I was crazy, but it is something that I have to do for myself. You know, I don't want to turn sixty and then regret it why I didn't I, mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't take the risk. So I knew what my budget was. I was flexible in turn. I mean, um, in turn of what I was allowed to eat or to buy, I didn't want to restrain myself 100% mm-hmm. because it was at one in a lifetime opportunity. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to go to a place and said, oh, I cannot do this or that because of my budget. So sometimes I budget the food, budget accommodation, but not the activity that I was was looking to do or the things that mm-hmm. I was wanted to take from that country. So it's a little bit of, I mean, planning and budgeting, but at the same time, you have to be flexible, you know? Yeah. So how do you figure, so in that case, how do you figure a place to stay? I mean, you... You just you just go and stay at I don't know 
hostel, 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 hostels, or do you go to stay people's home? How do you how do you figure where to Airbnb, stay? Airbnb, <laughs> if that existed. It all depends, you know. There is so many way of doing it. I stay at a hostel. There is a a website that is called Couchsurfing where people go there and find people that are willing to receive you and to welcome in your house. You know, they are travelers, they are open mind, they have the, they have the same uh, vision of life as you. Sometimes I stay at a hotel, sometimes I, I stayed at houses of, of people that I met while I was, I, while I was traveling. Like, for example, mm-hmm. when I went to Ireland, I met two amazing people in my life while I was traveling in Laos, and they're from Ireland. And I said to them, well, there might be a chance that I, I go to Europe. And if I go to Europe, I will go to Ireland. And they said, come to my house. Wow. I say that. It's like you just like make friends all the time. Like, how do you do that? Like, do you just, just like, hi, you know, I'm a traveler too. I and mean, New York is the best place to do that, right? Because it's just so many people. Yeah, I guess. Like when you like travel and you're at the airport, you just strike up a conversation and be like, hey, next time we meet, you should let me stay at your house <laughs> so I don't have to spend money. Believe it or not, I'm not very talkative. I'm very quiet. But there is something about me and my personality that people feel confidence you know sometimes even me without saying anything people just come to me and they just open up I don't know why but it's something that it goes with me everywhere you know people start talking about their problem about their life and we click and connect right away you know we have different connections with different people but I think that this is something very um unique that i have yeah yeah i yeah i like yeah i understand the whole thing where like you just meet somebody and you click yeah my new friend my new friend that i made that i talked about in the last podcast if you guys haven't heard um but my new friend my croatian friend i met her through my other friend tila and just like i met yummy yeah and then it's just like you talk for like I don't know, like 30 minutes, and it's like, whoa, you're so cool. Let's be like close friends because, like, we relate on such a deep level. And now she's one of my amazing best friends, and I love her very much. <laughs> so, I guess that's really cool. Kind of cool thing about like people's personalities, how they like, like, respond and correlate with each other because they're just like, you know, it's friendship that is needed, you know? I also think, uh, Jamie, is because. You are such a good listener. You take the time to listen. A lot of people just want to talk, talk, yeah. talk, interrupt. Let me talk, talk, talk about me. Let me, okay, you have a problem, great, but I have a problem too. <laughs> and my <laughs> problem talk, is talk, way talk. bigger than yours. Yeah. But when a person finds someone that can just listen and they just open up, it's just like when you are traveling at the airplane and you meet someone that you never gonna sit again sitting right by you and they just talk and you listen and they keep opening up and you listening and they just like you have a great conversation throughout the whole flight just because you took the time to listen to that person yeah and sometimes you don't even need to talk sometimes just to smiling as to give a smile to an, to another person next to you it says so much you know and also the energy um 
the bar. That's why you have so many friends. It's just your smile, huh? It's just that. I guess, yes. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have an explanation of why people come to me even without not even looking to, you know, to have a relationship with stranger or with people that are around me. But I don't know. It's, it's, it's something that I will say that is, is, is something, it's a gift from God, you know, something that God gave me and that I'm, I feel very blessed. Yes, you are blessed for sure. You are blessed. So you go to places and then you meet all these amazing people and then how how in the world did you like I'm gonna go for six months and you stay for two years how 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 much do you know going into a place how long you're going to stay there is that because of the visa or or because of things or the situation how how does it happen I mean, that's very relative, you know. There are so many factors involved. I mean, sometimes you, you just fall in love with the place or you love the food or you love the weather or, I mean, or you met a person there or you met your lover. I don't know, you know. <laughs> There's so many, so many factors. It's really difficult to tell you, I mean, what, um, what let you stay longer or... Mm-hmm. Or sh- or for a short period of time at a place, you know. In my case, I was traveling. I have an original plan, and then I met so many people that they keep talking about new destination, and I'm like, oh, I want to. <laughs> Me, there. honestly, distracted from the original I plan. Like, I want to go there too. Yeah. What was your favorite place that you went the whole two years? That's very difficult. Everybody, a lot of people ask me about that, but. I mean, every destination has something unique to You know, there are certainly places that 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 you take with you, uh, but I cannot tell you of one place, you know. I definitely love Portugal. It was a place that I was not... I went there without any expect, expectation, and it's just simply, I mean... Beautiful. I love the people. I love the food. I love the contrast between the old and the new. Um, another place that is really a part of me is the north of uh, Scotland. The nature there is just simply stunning. I never see so many shapes of green in my <laughs> life. You know, it's just Amazing, amazing, and and I think that 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 uh, it is important, you know, to travel with an open heart and without expectation, and just embrace the place and embrace the people and the culture, and you know, and and live without expectation. Wow, yeah, yeah, that that's that's actually like really like really poetic. I don't understand. <laughs> like, this is like, it's I don't I don't get it. It's just like all of my mom's friends are just like cool and poetic and traveling and healthy it's just like wow you really do attract all the same people that are just like you and it's like the whole thing is like living without like expectation that is like really cool because you know if you don't live with expectation like then you don't get disappointed and i like totally understand that one part because like you previously did ask me about prom and i went and i was expecting to be disappointed and i was big time and that was pretty sad so somebody was like if i had gone with no expectations whatsoever then i probably would have had like 
10 times more fun than I actually did. That's correct. But I didn't. So I kind of like, like rained on my own parade. Yeah. But, you know. It's lessons learned, right? It's every day you live, every day you like, oh man, I'm going to take it easy next time. I, that's my philosophy. I don't worry about a thing because I can't control what's going to happen next. So I'm just going to live today and do the best that I can. So tomorrow I live the best of tomorrow again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so speaking, speaking of health and, and, and diet, was it, was it hard for you with all the travel, with your diet and your health? It was very hard. I'm not a foodie person. You know, I'm not the kind of person that will go to a country and is going to experience all the food because I mean I know that this is sound like limiting limited but um, I um, there is a lot of things that I cannot eat I cannot my stomach cannot tolerate like spicy food and places like Asia where it's really hot and spicy yeah really really difficult so I see myself sometimes not eating the right way because of that you know I mean, you can always um, go to the supermarket and cook and prepare your meals. But for me, it was really a challenge. It was a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's something I don't regret it, but something I would like to be more open in terms of food because, because of the, the restriction that I have with food and my stomach. So it make it more difficult. But what I found and I learned today is that you can be a vegetarian because there is a lot of people that they think, oh, you cannot be a vegetarian because you limit yourself. When I mean, and in today's world, it's so easy, you know, to to find the veggies. It's easier to to find. I mean, to follow your lifestyle and to eat the way that you eat when you are at at at, at home. As mm-hmm. that for me, because of the spices and the spicy, that was what it made my, my, my travel difficult, nothing else. It's not about the availability, even though I have to say that something that I miss about food and living in the U.S., for example, in Asia, it was not that easy to find good cheese. And it was mm-hmm. not, I mean, it was not as available as, as much as I wanted. That was also a challenge because I meet certain uh, certain um, a food that I'm used to eat, but um, I, I it was not difficult. It was just a little bit of a challenge, you know. Besides the food and the health issues with the spiciness of it, what did you have any culture shock in any of the places? Oh you visit? yeah, I would expect <laughs> like you know like. You go to somewhere and it's just like no paved roads. It's like, hmm. Yes, I do. But I also, something uh, something that I learned about uh, traveling is that um, you need to understand that there are different traditions and we need to, mm, yeah. how to respect and to, under- and to understand that it's just different. It doesn't mean that it's better or that the way that I do or the way that I live is better. So sometimes you travel and you might have an idea of how is it out there, but you have to go and you have to embrace it. Something that it really shocked me, like in Asia, they burp a lot. Oh, man. Okay. What is this? Oh, oh, I think I read somewhere, I don't know if it's Asia or if it's like a different like European country, like 
And at some places, like they burp to signify that like the mood, the like the meal was like good. And if you don't do it, then people are like, "Oh my gosh, you didn't enjoy the meal." I am so offended. I don't know what country that is, but I think it's somewhere it's very, they do that. And- very common uh, in Asia. You know, you're in the table and you hear that symphony of people burping. So it's like, you know, which in in the Western world is a lack of education <laughs> so those are the things that you learn when you are traveling and that it really open you up and really um, give you a new perspective about life you know and, and and you have to become more tolerant because at the end you know it's just dif- a different culture yeah so how many countries so far you visited so far, I have about 50 countries. Oh, wow. Jeez. I haven't even gone to all the states in the U.S. This is like, oh, man, mind blown. I was like, how many states have we gone in the U.S.? It's like, I don't know, like 25. And that's only like the United States. And I then didn't Brazil. even know there were that many countries. Yeah, there are. Are you even kidding? Have you like not seen like, I don't know, oh. Europe? There are like 70 bajillion countries because they're all so tiny. Wow, Jami. There's so many countries. I mean, I, I know 50 is a good number, but when I compare that number with all the countries in the world, I mean, it's just a tiny, tiny, tiny amount, you know, a tiny fraction. So there's so much to see, so much out there. And it's, it's, it is because of that that I tell people, you know, just pack your belongings and go. And we have to break the routine and get away from our normal life and experience other culture and get to know, I mean, the places and how beautiful is the world. That's basically your highlight, like like you just said, the people and the cultures and it's just experiencing life through them. Yeah, and the earlier you travel, the better, you know. Don't wait until you are in your 60 or 70. I mean, it is our responsibility. It is... Um, we need to encourage our kids mm-hmm. to go and experience mm-hmm. and live and see. You know, there's so many things that we hear through the news, the, the, what we read in books. But at the end, it's not the same. You know, there is not uh, traveling is about learning. It is about learning and what is it out there is is. And learning about your own self, because like you alone going to all these different places. And Wait, you were by yourself the whole time? Well, she did travel alone. It's just she just met people around along the way. I never okay. thought about traveling alone. I travel alone, but I also travel with some friends. I had both experience, and I simply love both. I love to travel alone because if it allowed me to open up more. And also, I don't have any restriction in terms of, oh, no, I'm tired. No, I don't want to do this. No, I don't. You know, mm-hmm. I give you more flexibility. But when you travel with people that you love, it also create more bonds between these two people. Yeah, because you're, yeah, I do, I do feel that. I think that's that's an interesting thing. I'd love to go traveling with like some of my friends or something. Then we just like especially like somewhere like new and exciting and it's just like new place and then it's like you like experience the place together and it's like a connection. No, so when you travel alone, it gives you the space to reflect about your life and also it makes you realize who you are. 
you know, because some, so it's like really like a more like a self discovery experience. Exactly, exactly. That's why I love to travel solo because you know it made me question about me, about the life, and what is and what it really matters for me about where I am today. Is it's just amazing, you know, and, and it's like everything in life, I always tell my friend, you know, you want to go to a restaurant and you don't have a friend to go with, go, don't, <laughs> don't, don't wait, you know, don't wait. It, it is only one life and we need to embrace it and we need to uh, make the most out of it. You're right. You're right. So you're back in New York. Uh, are you planning to stay or you already have, you're already itching to go out again and, and go visit some other place? I'm itching to go out. Have a <laughs> wow, mood, honestly. I have a trip coming up very soon. I'm going to go to Puerto Rico. I have been out without seeing my family for three years now. So this is the time to come back and reconnect with my family. And after that, I have an exciting trip coming up. I'm going to have a road trip through Iceland. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. For real? Like, why Iceland, though? Like, what is appealing about Iceland besides the fact that it's not actually all ice? Nature. Just the nature, you know. Oh my gosh, I wish. Yeah. Someday I am going to be alone and not have to take care of children and I'll accompany <laughs> you in all those trips that you welcome me in. How about if you come with your children and we all go and just live to the fullest? Oh my gosh, that'll be just such a great experience. Just I love nature, but I'll be running away from the bugs. How do you deal with the bugs? That is a big <laughs> question. <laughs> I mean, when you are there, you know, that that's part of traveling. You have to deal with bugs. You have to deal sometimes with places that are very crowded. You have to deal sometimes with people that are not that friendly. It's, it's part of the, the package. I guess. Yes, yes, it is. Just carry around your bug spray, <laughs> your snake repellent. I'm telling you, Jami, this has been awesome. And I thank you so much for taking the time from your busy life to talk to us. I, I really appreciate it. And it, it is my pleasure. And I really thankful for this opportunity that you um, give me to talk about my experience, to talk the things that, that make me happy and to talk about the things that it really made me who I am. So, yeah. thank you. Thank you very much. It's our pleasure to have you. And you never know, somebody out there might be thinking about traveling the world just like you. And they might say, but I don't want to go alone. And here you are telling your amazing experiences. Inspiring everybody. Yes, that's, that's the whole idea. I need to, this is my advice to your listeners. It is time to take the risk to break the stereotype and to embrace the world. Just pack your belonging and go. Yes, yes. That's, that's oh, so man. beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so where can our listeners find out more about you? Um, they can find me through my Instagram page. Again, it is I am a world. That's my Instagram page. And I mean, any question, they can feel free to DM me or to send me a message. 
that um, I'm open book. And I mean, if, if there's anything that I can help, um, we'll be more than happy to answering all the questions that your listener might have. Oh, you're such a doll. Once <laughs> again, Yummy, thank you so much. And oh my gosh, be safe out there. We love you so much. You have to be safe so we can always have these stories to tell later to one another. Thank you, my love. I also love you. Thank you.